Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, this is Carrie Stevens and I am here to conquer the Shout It Out Loud cast. That's right. Tom and Zeus are in big trouble. Bend over, boys. Carrie's taking over. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy. This is Gene Simmons. Put that cookie down. Yes. Stop pressing the button. Star. Simmons. Star? Paul Stanley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting. Thing. Okay. Alright. I'm gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because fuck What are you talking about? 617 You do? Hey, fucko. Do you like this? Settle down. Hello, hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 228. Quarantine tour with Chris Jericho and PJ Farley. Nice. Love these guys. Be a great one. Great one. We love these guys. Yeah, uh, another awesome conversation. Every time we have PJ and Chris on, it's always a fun conversation about Kiss, different eras, and a little bit of a more of a focus on the sometimes forgotten middle kiss non makeup era. And yes, and yep. it's always fun to talk about that. Yep, we'll get it. We'll we'll get into that uh, when we when we kind of preview the interview. But yeah, it's always a good time. This one, you guys will have a fun time listening to this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, there was something funny because Tom, you had mentioned something. You go, pew, like, huh. pew, stinky Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's Family Guy. <laughs> Frog you. <laughs> there was a girl growing up in junior high and high oh, school. No, here we go. We can't not talk about that. Welcome, new listeners. They would call her Fish. It was a little bit on the unattractive heavy Come on. side. <laughs> People were just what do you think that the comic is she smelled like bitch. <laughs> kind of like kind of like cubes. And would go, like having a good day and hanging out with her friends and somebody he would walk by and go, Ew fish. Oh, God. I can't. 
30 seconds into the episode and we're talking about this. It was more in junior high. Oh. Like in high school, I didn't see her that much, but I remember in junior high, I kept looking oh. on her. I felt bad because I knew the family. No, you but, didn't. I No, I did. But I mean, my, maybe I slipped out once or twice for <laughs> me, but people would just be like, like, oh, fucking barracuda <laughs> and like any kind of like seafood. They'd be like, oh, smells like fucking fried clams or something. <laughs> but the main Fuck. name was fish. <laughs> oh, I can't. What are we doing? Well, we need we need Jeff new t-shirt. You fish. <laughs> that's the that's the new shirt. Oh, oh. Ish. <laughs> you know what I, I will say? I like I like your neighborhood nicknames because they're all like ting, <laughs> cukes, fish. They're all just one word. One I'm gonna syllable. remember if there was more, but honestly, um, sh- like I remember, she was like kind of a family friend there, and 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 like I knew the older brother and stuff. Like, and she was like, I kind of like ignored it because I didn't want to pick on it and have to run into her parents. But yeah, they would call her fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is right, a kiss podcast. So, what does this have to do with anything? But we were kind of talking about something. Jericho and PJ are probably thrilled they came on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like sharing this and retweeting it. I mean, who the fuck are these idiots you guys were talking to? Fish. Oh, oh sorry. Ooh. We're not fucking Johnny Serious Kiss Podcast. <laughs> By the way, that's a new that's a new Kiss Podcast. It's called Johnny Serious. <laughs> I've always done that. The Johnny whatever. It's usually Johnny Cool Balls. <laughs> yeah. And um, but yeah, fucking Johnny Serious Kiss Talk. <laughs> Wait, no, hold now. That's another great T-shirt. Be like, shout out loudcast on the back. I'd rather be listening to Johnny Serious, Johnny <laughs> yeah. Serious Kiss discussions. <laughs> oh, you know they used to tune down at this level at this point. By that, don't fuck it. God, it's exhausting. It's exhausting running a Kiss podcast. It is. It is. The personalities that we're all involved in, the listeners are fucking most of them are hilarious, but then they're Yeah, but that's yeah. why I love that's why I love the fact that we could sit in front of a microphone once a week and just blast it all. <laughs> yeah, and there was somebody I think a couple weeks back that I don't know, someone wrote something to us and Oh yeah, yeah, we forgot to bring that, that up. Yeah. Somebody wrote what a terrible podcast. Only people with low IQs use curse words as much as you guys do. You know what I say to that? I'm telling you right now, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Go suck a fucking bag of hairy fucking pube infested cocks. (laughs) 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 Like spit out the pube stuck in your teeth too. Well, you're fucking out of ass wipe. Oh, you swear. Let me just, I I just want to, let me just remind everybody. Welcome new listeners again. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we have low IQs. Yeah, well, we swear, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We're not sophisticated like Johnny Serious. <laughs> no, no. 
Um, but remind me to uh, no, I'm going to do it now I'm, while it's in my head. Uh, a while back, we had do talked about have an intern to help us with a cup, a little bit of a project we had, and we had a few people write into us. Now I'd have to dig through all those emails and try to figure out when it was and when it happened. But if anybody's interested in helping us out, it's like video stuff I need some help on. And uh, we call it a shout it out loud cast intern. Anybody interested in that? Let us know. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Now, let's talk about the show. Last week, we talked about Kiss on the Don Kirsten show in 77. They played three songs from rock and roll over uh we did a poll i think we the poll was which three song videos did you like yeah and it was actually one of the closest polls we've ever had so if you use twitter on your phone the twitter app for some reason it doesn't break poll results into percentage points but if you use web-based twitter it does so i want you won the poll with 40 point seven percent of the votes love him and leave him came in second with 40.1 and then hard luck woman came in last at 19 so pretty much a tie vote there for i want you and love him leave him um i don't know whatever i know you guys love that song but give me a break the video the performance of love him leave him just ten thousand times better yeah and people uh, were making a comment about like somebody had wrote to us too like why didn't you play the clips the clips of the songs. It's a video. It's not yeah. fucking live performance. Yeah. How am I playing the clip of a video? Yeah. It's playing the actual song on the album. There's no need for that. Yeah. And speaking of the video, a couple people brought up a good point that we uh, that we did not bring up last week, and that is the recording of the videos were recorded during the rock and roll over rehearsals, which coincidentally was in our neck of the woods up at Camp Curtis Guild in Reading, Massachusetts, which is also funny because growing up, Driving to my aunt's house who lived in Reading, Massachusetts. We used to drive by Camp Curtis Guild all the time. And um, Bill O'Coin, a Massachusetts guy, you know, the connections there with getting some some places to in the area to rehearse when they were in this area. So, yeah, that that we were uh, remiss in talking about the location of the of the uh, the performance videos. Um, everybody really loved the love them leaving just because of the kick of the, you know, the, what we talked about gene and going crazy. Um, egg hog says, I hate the song hard luck woman, but I had a vote for it because that last reveal of ACE grinding on Paul always makes me laugh. Paul trying to look tough with his ooh face while getting a rocket ride from uncle ACE. Beautiful. Oh God. Yeah, you guys are the best. Um, yeah. A lot of people like this episode. I like when we talk about like these classic clips here. Matt Murphy, this was a fun episode. Bizarre to think back to the before times we didn't have access to all this. Yeah, it's true. Now everything is just YouTube or right away. Uh, Glenn Barth, as an 11-year-old, this was the hype and glory before the land of hype and glory. I remember looking in the TV guide as soon as we got to see who was on rock concert, even for reruns. Appointment TV before VCRs. That is very true. Yes. Oh, and our friend Amber... From uh, the UK, Amber Fiber Magic Queen just started listening in. Good to hear that your shit is normal, Zeus, and and welcome new listeners. We love Amber. Uh, so that's some Twitter stuff. All right. Over on the Book of Face, Jason Warden. Another great episode. Not sure how I feel about the show being less than an hour. I know. I think it's one of our shortest episodes we've ever done. 
we're just, you know, we're going along with what it comes out to be. And we're not planning it. We don't stretch things out and we don't uh, shrink things to a detriment of the show. It is what it is. It's organic. Yeah, it just happens. I mean, that that was the episode. It just ended in the and we were just like, that's it. Our new listener, uh, Jesse Akachia, who I bet uh, I'm probably butchering your name, Jesse. I apologize. Listening to the episode, had to let you guys know about the info about this. And he's the one I think that told us, Tom. Uh, I also uh, caught the Cancun episodes. You guys are my neck of the woods, Zeus. I'm from Arlington. And Tom, my dad is from Medford. Nice. Uh, That being said, the videos were shot at the Camp Curtis Guild National Guard Armory in Reading. Yeah. From November 15th to 21st, 1976, the show was broadcast May 28th. And as we talked about it, you know, sometimes they don't know what the next single is going to be. So they put only I Want You, really, uh, Hard Luck Woman, and um, uh, Love Them, Leave Them. They probably had no idea what they were going to release or that they were going to release uh, calling Dr. Love as the next single. So, right. Yep. John Whiteman. I remember how awesome it was seeing the love them and leave them video. When extreme Close Up came out, I started working at a factory shortly after that. I worked nights and bonded quickly with a fellow hardcore kiss tard. There were a set of metal stairs that nice. were used to cross a conveyor belt. And we spent nights blaring the song and doing our best jeans run up and down the stairs. Good times. Now that's, oh, that's awesome. Cool. Right. That's awesome. Yes. Over on Loudcasters, Cameron Holiday. I've always enjoyed these performances, but the fact that they're not live remind me of Midnight Special Soul Train era clips where the artists would just mime their tunes to a backing track in front of our studio audience. If you listen to the commentary in Kissology Volume 1, Gene and Paul both state that this was done similar to the live promo clips where they were used to show the fans the most recent material, especially when they weren't touring overseas. I do think I Want You is a great opener, but I think Mr. Speed or Take Me would have fared better for Paul. To Z's point about having more single-friendly songs be the ones performed, if they were really looking for singles to showcase all three singles individually, why not do Baby Driver for Pete, a song that was never known on the radio? The inclusion of A Hard Luck Woman is strictly based on Beth. That's 100% right. And Gene's performance on Love and Leave Him is that of a madman. You're so accurate with him finally coming alive as the demon character. Another great, another great analysis as always, fellas. Now on to So It Goes segment. Our buddy Josh Brown. She knows the humor we all share, guys. She loves us, though. The sodas are great. He's the one that won the sodas, the Gene Simmons sodas. Uh, Gene's Destroyer Cycle Circus costume will always be my favorite, best costume of any member ever. Sorry, guys. Facts are facts. The chest plate and the spiked shoulder pads literally make the guy look like he stepped out of Mad Max. The performance do suffer for not being live, but to me, it's reminiscent of the old Beatles performance clips. It's still a piece of history that not many many people talk about, except for love them. Gene steals the show, no question. Still the band trying to prove themselves as being the -the over-the-top band that your parents were scared of. Mm -hmm. Great job, Josh. Uh, Over on Instagram, Peter75. Holy shit. I remember trying to convince people Kiss were cool as they agreed until that Ace Paul thing. Old Harley rule. Never put four balls on two wheels. Same goes for guitar. Love the show. Got to take a shit in a box. Talk to you later. (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) 
over on our YouTube page. Mr. Antonio 2005, everything Kiss touched in 76 and 77 turned to gold. Thank you to Extreme Close-Up for introducing me to these three epic videos. Love them and leave them was absolute killer. Yes, indeed. Mark Stewart, I agree with you. 99% of the songs A should have sung back in the early 70s. Cold Gin, Parasite, etc. However, Peter's voice on Strange Ways, amazing. It ranks up there with Black Diamond and Baby Driver. Thanis Akron, fucking amazing time of the band. You definitely described it perfectly. Nice. Thank you. Patrick says, Ace will never be on your show after this episode. Hilariously relentless. But show some respect for Don Kirshner. He was great for rock and roll. He wasn't a bozo. Okay. Uh, I'll end it with Montreal Voots. Okay. Holy kiss tards, guys. Less than 50 minutes and still an awesome episode. These three videos show how well-managed Kiss was in 77. At a time that you alluded on the show where the raw sound and the look of the first three LPs have now evolved into the over-the-top showmanship that dominated the rock music concert scene at the time. Bill Coyne getting them on the Kirshner show made young new music fans of that era whose only exposure to Kiss until then was their pictures in Cream, Hit Parader, 16, or listening to schoolmates talking about seeing them live or salivating and lining up for tickets at, to their next concert. Each video purposely showcased a different member of the band so that the pre-Kistard fan, male and female, were able now to see a sexy frontman, a, ra- a raspy Rod Stewartish ballad by the drummer, and a coup de grave, demonic, high-energy monster shaking his arms, face, and bass while pointing to the viewer with his tongue out. If nice. you weren't on the fence about seeing them live, this Kirshner show guarantee you were going to go. This was the band at its peak. Thanks for the laugh, boys. Nice. Well said. And that's why we love fucking Costa. He's awesome and always on point. Yep. Tom, back to you, buddy. All right, let's bang out a couple emails here. Eric Schwink. Interesting discussion about the choice of songs picked for the Don Kirshner show. Rock and Roll Over only has one big hit with Calling Dr. Love, but it's a very deep album. Outside of See You In Your Dreams, all the songs are pretty strong. Hell, you could put Mr. Speed, Love Him, Leave Him, Baby Driver, and Take Me on Alive 2. Instead of Hard Luck Woman, I Want You Making Love in Ladies Room and Not Miss a Beat. So I could see why it would be hard to narrow down the three songs to feature on the show. Keep up the strong work, men. Uh, We got a great one here from our buddy Alex A.J. White. Awesome episode, guys. Those videos are one of my oldest kiss memories. I had to be about six years old, especially love them, leave them. They're fucking on fire. Love the energy, costumes, memories, and everything about it. You guys were mentioning the costumes as well. I thought I would include this picture. My late brother, David, was in a Kiss tribute band, and as soon as I can fit my fat ass into this Peter costume, I will use it for Halloween. Keep up the amazing work. As always, you nail it every week and are an absolute fucking riot. And then he uh, sent us some absolutely stunning photos of the costume and it's like dead on accurate of what peter is wearing on the destroyer tour um rock and roll over tour in those clips so aj thank you for sharing that i know that those uh some special pictures so thanks buddy appreciate that uh jem blair we got a nice long email here i'll run through it a little bit um love the latest episode of don kirshner um i have some years on you guys i just turned 60 long in the tooth dare i say kiss tard 
However, I was 14 and 77 and yes, stayed up late to see the hottest band in the world on this show. Uh, Tom, yes, the demon was unveiled for the world to see on that show. Prior to this, other than attending an actual concert, Gene's stage persona wasn't out there for the world to see. Zeus, yes, Peter Chris was decked out cool and rocking on that 77 show. Equivalent to Elvis on the 68 comeback show with his yeah. badass leather. Yeah. Lo- love you guys. Um, yeah, that's a great email. Thank you. And then we're going to wrap up our feedback with a nice one here from our buddy Tom Selig, who patron is was awesome. And and we also spent some good times with him on the Kiss Cruise. So his email says, thank you both. I recently took a solo road trip across Michigan and spent about 16 hours driving. I listened to you guys the entire trip. Wow. I started with all the box set disc reviews and then the TV appearances. And he says, Mad TV wasn't that bad. And the latest dorm damage. Then I started from the beginning. It was like having my friends in the car with me talking shit on a regular road trip. You mentioned that we aren't there because of you. You mentioned that we aren't there because of you guys, but there for the topic of kiss. I have to say you are wrong. Ooh. It is both of you that we turn tune into here, whether it's dorm damage, ARC or shout it out loudcast. I could relate to every story, even though I'm five or six years older, the experiences are the same first kiss exposures, the smell of those trading cards. Friends that have moved on, new friends gained, the horror story of my Tiger Stadium ticket experience, the Cincinnati Redemption in 1996, complete with hookers and shady cab drivers. (laughs) I am truly glad I got to meet you on the cruise last year. I sincerely hope we cross paths again and hang out a little bit more. Thanks for the laughs and the car ride with friends. Tom, you are the man. We can't thank you enough for just being a fan, a listener, a patron. Uh, we had a blast hanging out with you and meeting you on the cruise. And that email is just exactly what we want people to get out of this show. So thank you, Tom. And for that, my friend, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Tom, you are the man. Thank you, brother. Really appreciate that. And uh, Tom is a Patreon member, and it's time to give a shout-out to our Patreon family. And like a broken record, Tom, we have a new Patreon member. Love it. Yeah. And that is Tim Coffey, who's the newest member, became a member of the uh, a Catman tier. And uh, I don't know if he's related to Paul Coffey of the Edmonton Oilers. But uh, Tim, thank you so much for joining and thank you for your um, membership and Patreon. And we know you're going to love it. And we know that the people on Patreon right now do love it. It's a family-like atmosphere. Um, We have our own little page with message boards there. They have impact on the show. They get involved. They also help us with the album review crew pick. This merchandise that we give them, every once in a while, we'll do some giveaways to them. Uh, We do video chats. Take a look, guys. You want to be part of the show and help out and see that the show continues to grow? Help us out. Go and join Patreon. And uh, you can find out more about it if you go to our awesome new website. Right on the landing page, there's an app. There's a button. Just click right there. Patreon brings you right there. And find out all about how you can help and support the show. 
If you're not, you can also check out the app, Patreon, or go to patreon.com and search for us as creator. Put in shout out loudcast. You'll find us. And then if you can contribute to the show, it's a big help to us. We really appreciate it. And we, uh, we can't thank the people that are involved with Patreon enough. Uh, our growth is really tied to the contributions and help of Patreon. And if you want to help us out, best way to do it, join Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. You guys rock. Thank you so much. Special shout out this time to Tim Coffee. Thank you so much for joining the family. We appreciate it. And to everybody else, you guys rock. Uh, yeah, this month we got... Uh, ARC coming up for uh, Zeus, and then uh, in the month of July, people, it's back to uh, the uh, Patreon pick. Oh, so uh, stay God. stay tuned. Yeah, let's go. You guys are hitting it out of the park here. Woo! Yeah. All right, Tom. Let's move on. What's going on in Kiss World? Uh, well, the tour is still rolling along. Uh, nothing really breaking news there. Um, but something kind of exciting that we kind of heard uh, some whispers about while we were in Vegas for Gene Simmons was the launch of the Gene Simmons auction website, which is really cool because we were talking about that when we were there, they had the the silent auction there with some, uh, you know, amazing uh, stuff from his collection. And uh, they've decided to create a website where everybody can participate in that. So uh, we did share the link on our social media um, and it's good. It should be live soon. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I, you know, this is one of those things. I know we always like to tease Gene about certain things, but, um, you know, if you're not interested, don't go to the website, but I, I still think it's cool that he's opened it up to the public and not making it exclusive to the people that pay for these weekend experiences. So I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, kiss is continuing their touring. They're still over yep. in Europe. Yep. Um, and, uh, th- and that's really it. Uh, you know, every once in a while I'll hear, uh, a comment about, uh, they added a new show here and there. They added one new show, I think, too. Yeah, so apparently it's at Crandon International Raceway in Crandon, Wisconsin on September 1st. Uh, some, like, I don't know, Potawatomi Tribe and Casinos. I mean, there's another date they just okay. had. Okay, like, good good, good for them, I guess. Yeah, I just, what the fuck? It's just, it, it's getting really hard to defend them. And, and I mean, it's just like you, you make this announcement and then every fucking week you're at a new shows. Like, what is it here? You know I mean? It's, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. But yeah, another thing just to bring up, it's not really news, but just kind of some chatter that I'm seeing on a lot of the Facebook groups, including ours. Um, people, people are wondering what's, uh, what's going on with the next off the soundboard. Uh, there hasn't been an announcement lately. I know, I know. They kind of spread things out with merch. They did the Alive 3 anniversary, and, and that was a big deal with the picture disc and the colored vinyl and all that stuff. So um, if people are wondering what's going on because they've been pretty consistent with putting these out you know, every quarter, um, and we haven't heard anything since Hopewell Junction. <laughs> so uh, we'll, see what, we'll see what's next. I don't know, but that's about it. Kind of quiet in Kiss World. Okay. Well, uh, gee, did you say Hopewell Junction? I remember one night I spent the year there with my best friend, Pepe Castro, while we were getting drunk and snorting glue. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report. And you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, well, we're back, and uh, I had to try to explain to Ace that no one is getting quarantined again, that we're talking about the band quarantine. Guys, I don't think I could stay locked inside Lara. She keeps making me try on different socks. I got to get out of the house. I told him it's the band quarantine. It's safe to go outside again. Plus, I don't think there's any virus you can catch Ace that's going to affect you. Well, when I was talking to my best friend, Pepe Castro... We were trying to figure out what's going on, but eh, what are you going to do? All right. Well, Tom, enough about Ace. <laughs> um, the guys from Quarantine are back. Our friends PJ Farley and Chris Jericho. Uh, they are the Kiss Band with guitarist Joe McGinnis. And uh, I'm going to try it. Charlie Paradeliego and Kent Sluger on drums. We uh, were privileged to see them play when we were at Creatures Fest, and they fucking blew the roof off, kicked ass. Uh, uh, Chris is a staple on our show now, and so is PJ's become a good friend as well. We just saw them in Vegas at the Gene event, and uh, they've got a couple shows coming up, guys, and they wanted to come on our show to talk about it because they know the Kiss fans like the Shout It Out Loudcast podcast, Tom. That's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah, you guys, we, we get into the their tour, the the quarantine good stuff. We talk about some Vegas stuff. So uh, you, you guys will have a good time. PJ and Chris are awesome. Without further ado, quarantine. Well, so we got so we, we got we got two of the guys here from quarantine. We got our buddy Jericho. He's holding up his his 
I don't know what doll that is. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's it's the Paul Stanley what? animalized. Oh, it's the uh, Paul Stanley animalized doll. Dude, that's just all hair. That's terrible. That looks like a voodoo doll or something. Well, let's 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 face it. Paul pretty much. Is oh all my hair. god, that's fantastic. Yeah, and that, yes, the other yeah. voice, the, the the other voice you're hearing is the great PJ Farley. The the guys from Fozzie slash Quarantine are here to uh talk shit. And uh, why, why is plenty he, of it? Why is PJ great? And I'm just Jericho. Well, because people I, maybe <laughs> people here we go people. again, Tom. There we go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because people already know. People already know. Jericho. Are, are we continuing like this know, argument? I'm supposed to. I thought like he he called him great. He didn't even give me any superlative whatsoever. Like you just you, you, <laughs> could be, could, you, you Jericho standard. St- you need a su- regu- regular regular Chris. <laughs> What's up, guys? Great, good man. Great. We're just ready. To, we're just hanging out, uh, doing doing the press tour for yeah. the massive uh, corn quarantine tour, the corn tour that we're doing uh, in in June. Uh, 28th in uh, where are we 29th in Pittsburgh, 30th in Columbus, and then uh, J- July 1st in uh, Franklin, Ohio, just outside yeah. of Dayton. Of course, the greatest non makeup tribute uh, Kiss band in the world today. Yes, uh, quarantine. So we're it's actually the last time we played was the Jericho Cruise. Before that was at Creatures Fest when we saw you guys. Yeah, but this is like our first little little mini tour, little mini run here. So tell us what why. Why a tour? Why such a small tour? And why in this particular part of the of the United States? Peace. Have you seen either one of our schedules? <laughs> yes. No. I know. I know. I know. I know. You, you guys have. You guys are taking a break with Fozzie and all that stuff. So, I mean, is that is that part of the reason you're on a, you're on a pause right now for Fozzie, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I yes. think I think one of the reasons is that we love doing this, and we thought, why don't we try and get you know a few gigs a year. And it's not just PJ and I's schedule. I mean, you yeah. got to keep in mind that Kent Slusher, our drummer, uh, is the drummer for Luke Bryan. Yep. And right. Luke Bryan is playing pretty much stadiums yeah. uh, all year round. So his schedule is very busy. And it's not even just the, the, the shows, it's the rehearsals. Like I was just in Vegas. He was right across the street at the Bridgestone Arena rehearsing, and it's like an all-day thing. So mm-hmm. this is different level, uh, different level arena rock that those guys are doing. So we kind of have to keep his schedule in, in mind whenever we do anything. And then it was just it kind of just worked out that all of us were free and able to do some shows. And as far as why we're doing them where we are, um, I think PJ would probably answer that since he's our manager, tour manager, booking agent, and uh, press agent. <laughs> Let me talk to my lawyer first. Okay. Can I answer this question? <laughs> okay. So, so the, the real answer is, yeah, it just magically happened. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, our buddy Nick out in that Ohio Valley area um, was, has been reaching out to me for quite some time about booking a show. And then he's like, I might go get another, another one or another, another two added on to it. And then we had pretty much this window that we're playing. That was it. That was the only time we all had to play. And we've somehow squeezed three dates into it. And uh, the stars aligned and three great clubs. Luckily, you know, I mean, I've been to all of them. Chris and Chris and I have been to, you know, two of them. I've been to all three. And um, it's just one of those things. Man. It was the God saying, 
it was time to do the, the gods of the gods of non makeup kiss brought <laughs> us all together. It was actually Joseph Kiss uh, Senior oh, God, yeah. who, who really brought us together, along with uh, with his assistant Abner Devereaux. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, we know what we're dealing with here. It's 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 a it's a party rock band playing fairly obscure. Kiss tunes from the fairly 80s. obscure, fairly obscure. Our, our demographic <laughs> is quite small, but um, it, but you know, like Columbus and uh, Pittsburgh and Dayton, Ohio, which is where Franklin is, JD Legends. This this is Kiss, uh, you know, the the the, the 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 Kiss most popular areas. Like yeah. this is the, the Kiss country. So I think that's another reason why, to me, it made sense. I think if we're doing like Los Angeles or Texas or something like that, but these places. As far as I know, I think they might have even recorded a live three in some of these cities, you know, Columbus, mm-hmm. Ohio, and that sort yep. of a thing. Dayton. So Dayton, yep. Ohio. Right. So, I mean, why not? Listen, we love playing with each other. I think oh. the whole concept of quarantine started. Um, yeah, there's no assholes in this band, <laughs> unlike your podcast, Tom. Well, hey, um, whoa. Hey, whoa. <laughs> Wasn't accusing you of being an asshole. Oh, 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 so oh it's so, me so, again. Oh, yeah, yeah, We're yeah, starting yeah. this up again. Thanks a lot. Yeah, that's all right. There you go. Go ahead. We, we, we love, we love yeah. playing together uh, during the pandemic when this started. I, I know you've had us all on your show before. Yeah. yeah. You know, musicians like playing and like playing with other musicians. And during the pandemic, no one really knew what the hell was going on. So um, we just started doing these kiss covers basically for fun. I mean, I, we told it before, we had a top 20 single with No, 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 which is the highest charting single from Crazy Nights ever, much yep. to Paul's chagrin. And I hadn't even <laughs> met Joe McGinnis yet, our guitar player. You know, So we, this was really uh, conceived during the lockdown. And as a result, we thought, let's take one of the few positives from that era and continue going. Why not? We still love playing. We're still going to release another single. We now have two top 20 singles. Silver Spoon went 20 as well, 22 or 21 or something. So it's just fun for us to do. And it's a great hang. It gives us a chance to see our friends and play some really fun music. Yeah. Spotify has the, the, the heart of Chrome. No, no, no. Silver spoon loves a deadly weapon. So that's, that's not fairly obscure. That's obscure. That's deep. <laughs> so, but obviously, obviously when you guys are performing, like when you did at creatures fest, um, you dip into like all, all other non-makeup stuff, obviously not just that, but on this tour, this this quick hit tour, any anything new? Uh, uh, is there a new single coming, like a new recording or anything? I know you guys have been busy with Fozzie and the Cruise and everything. Is there anything like a formal single that you might be c- coming out with? So I know you can't really tell us exactly here what it might be, but we yeah we have, have we go ahead, go ahead. We do have something pretty much just about finished. Okay, um, whether we play it or not <laughs> is to be to be discussed. Um, but yeah, it, it basically PG's being nice. It, they're finished theirs. I haven't sang anything on it yet because <laughs> uh, A, okay. super going. busy. B, I, I you know, I, I, as you guys know, I had the um, the uh, vocal injury last year where I bruised yes. my larynx. That's right. And yes. So yes. I'm just getting back to where I can sing those notes because, as we know, both Paul and Gene sing very high mm-hmm. in the, in in the '80s. Like mm-hmm. Gene as well. Like he, I've really gotten a lot of respect now for Gene Simmons as a player and as a singer in the eighties from, from delving into some of these songs. So I, I couldn't really record anything. Um, so now I, I'm getting to the point where I can. So we do have the next song picked. 
Uh, we started with a gene, then we did a Paul, then we did a gene, then we did a pulse that tells you what we're going to do. And it's a little Caesar by Eric Carr. No, it's not. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. So yeah, we, we have a gene song ready to go. Uh, we're not telling anybody what it is yet, but it's not, it's not hard to figure out which one it's going to be with the pattern that we go back and forth as far as who sang it. Um, is it going to be yeah. dance? Is, is it going to be dance all over your face? It's actually a good call, but it's not that one. It's <laughs> okay. not that one. And the thing is, what we'll do is we'll do the same thing we did before. We'll release it to radio. Now, when yep. you get into, into rock radio, there's modern rock, which is where Fozzie lives. That's where your shine downs yeah. and five figure death punch and, you know, hailstorm and Foo Fighters, whatever, or live in that world. There's also a whole other world of secondary markets, your Sioux, Sioux City, Iowa, and your you know Poughkeepsie's and those type of places. They have a chart as well. In all fairness, those are the charts where No, No, No and Silver Spoon did really well. Right. But that's okay. It still counts. It's still a chart. Um, yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I still have a, a, a plaque. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere amongst all the plaques. Yeah, some of us on the plaques, but so so there's still it's weird because there's a market for 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 this stuff. Um, like for example, no, no, no. When we did that, people were like, "Is this is this Eden and Smile era David Lee Roth? Like, what is this? Mm. You know? Wow. And and because it is really just batshit crazy. If you're oh, yeah. not if you're not a Kiss fan, I mean, you guys know. Yep. This stuff is really weird, right? It loves a deadly weapon. There's a part in that song. It's kind of a weird backbeat towards the end where it goes back at the, it's a, back at the, it's a mistake is that it's definitely a mistake that they caught and they <laughs> worked think around it is i think they just I reversed the is. beat or whatever it was well anyways if it was a mistake it's like we can't create recreate it we just left out there's a part in thou shall not that we had to just leave out because it's too hard Th- these are not easy songs to play so that's another thing about this band it's a great rock and roll band because we're not just playing lick it up at heavens on fire which are great so- tunes we're playing mm-hmm. some of these songs that are very uh rhythmically weird shall oh, we say totally yeah i mean like you said no 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 and loves a deadly weapon yikes that's 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 tough yeah and thou, yeah. thou shall not is is easy in the sense of the the riff and the and the you know the progression and everything but it's the form that trips you up it's, it's something as simple as adding another turnaround of the same turnaround once you know in the beginning of the song it goes once then it goes twice then then there's a pause it's like certain little idiosyncrasies that separate it from a stock rock tune mm. now right. is this a test for you guys hey we got a chance here we're gonna do three uh three um uh concerts here and then maybe next year we'll have a little bit of a break in our schedule we can get together and uh maybe we hit the the northeast or the west coast is this something that you guys are looking to see if you can fit in the future so that quarantine will Kind of be your side gig. You can do it every once in a while. I mean, I think it's definitely going to have to be the side side piece, <laughs> yeah. if you yeah. will. You know, I yeah. mean, it's like just, you know, it's um. look, we have no idea how the turnouts are going to be, what the reaction is going to be. This is really our first uh, venture into the public format you know a uh, mm-hmm. uh, forum if you will we've done chris's house twice we've done his cruise twice we've we did creatures fest but that was an event that was a kiss event that was you know it's not like we were just doing a hard ticket club show or something mm-hmm. so this is kind of uncharted waters for us and so yeah to, in a sense it's a not a test but it'll be interesting to see 
how many fucking people really care about the <laughs> 80s kiss tribute bands? <laughs> you know, you know, and and like you said, like I, I think there's never probably going to be a time when we do, you know, a, a two week tour and all this other stuff. But I think I think a three show weekend in the right area could be a lot of fun. And I think it could really work. I mean, Fozzie, you know, we're not kissed, but we're getting pretty fucking big at this point where it's tour buses and this place are pretty packed and all that sort of thing. I think it's going to be fun to kind of just take it back down to basics and get in a van or whatever PJ's booked. I you know, I'll usually take a helicopter. At least I think that's what he's booked before. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, it's, it, I think the, the, it really boils down to just having a good time and having some fun with it. And like we loved playing Creatures Fest. I wish there was another one of those this oh, yeah. year. Oh totally. yeah, yeah. How much yep. fun that was! And you're know, doing the the uh, uncensored, animalized raps verbatim. Like I can't do those outside of a Kiss world <laughs> because someone will film that and I'll get canceled the next day. Yeah. So I got to right. be careful with that. But you know, man, like I think Kiss always talks about having fun and loving rock and roll. And just playing, you know, having a good time with your friends and you know what they talk about. That's kind of what this is because Kent's got a gig. Joe's got a great gig. He's got a great full-time gig. Charlie's got, I think, a million subscribers on YouTube. You know, he's making some cash. PJ's in so many bands. He's always working. And obviously, I have a busy schedule as well. So we're not doing this to get rich. We're doing this to have fun with the boys. Yeah. Play some music that we don't usually get a chance to play. You know, I'm back to the place where I can sing these songs, you know, the way they should be sung. And, you know, it just makes us better musicians, I think. Like, we're talking about playing with Kent. He's just different level. He's a Nashville guy, right? Yeah. And Nashville guys, all those fucking dudes are killer players. They're all head cutters. He's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So just playing with him, and I see if PJ agrees, it just makes me a better musician, right? Like, absolutely different level. So when you have when you are on the cruise though, and you have to replace him with Joey Casada, <laughs> does that mean he goes on the opposite level? Like everybody's plane goes down? Look, well, Joe jo- Joey's the one that came up with the most amount of money to play for play with us. So <laughs> yeah, he won the auction. He's a buy-on drummer. Yeah, his, yeah. his his check was good. <laughs> no, I mean I think you know obviously when Kent couldn't make the cruise, yeah. I still want to do it because I don't know how many gigs we're going to have over the course of a year. And I love Joe. He's a great player. And obviously oh, he yeah. loves, he loves this era of kiss. He did a great job. He's a great singer. Uh, we actually even discussed doing a little bit of like an Almond brothers thing and having Ooh. two drummers. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Which would be really cool. The only problem is these stages we're playing are probably small. I know Jurgles is too small for two drum sets and it's not something you just do without rehearsing. Yeah. Um, it is something that I would consider doing at some point just for the spectacle of it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's another reason why I love having Charlie in our band, Charlie and Char- Charlie Parra and Joe McGinnis is that we have two shredder guitar players oh, my God, yes. in our band, right? Yeah. Like incredible. Bruce, Bruce Kulik's band is great, but, the, but they don't have two shredders. It's Bruce right. and the, you know us, like we can mess with it a bit, like silver spoon. There's a big jam at the end and, trading solos and all that sort of thing. And I just think it, it gives us a little bit of a different element. Like Bruce, you can't compete with Bruce Kulik's band. I mean, Fitz and Kearns and, you know, Zach Throne or whoever yeah, they're they have. Great. Awesome. What we bring to the table is the pompousness of Kiss at that time. We yeah. bring to the table like Kiss, 
you know, there's always, we always have bras and panties being thrown on stage. Like that's, you know, is it a plant? I don't know. Were they plants on the animalized tour? Because I see that front row and they're all, it's the wolf man and all these buddies. So someone's thrown those fucking things on stage. Who cares? Right. So we've got that element to it and just the fun and the, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just a little bit more it's a show, a show. You know, we're not the musos that Bruce's band is. And obviously Bruce is one of the greatest guitar players of all time. We bring the show business aspect, the fun, almost in a lot of ways, the campiness and cheesiness that Kiss always had during that time frame. But yeah. the wink, though, when you get it. And we're all the listeners, the band, we're all in on the joke. We're all yeah. in on that. And that's what makes it even more fun. It's like reliving the eighties now as an right. older, not as a young kid anymore and laughing a little bit with it, but loving the music. It's a lot. Look, uh, we saw you guys at, uh, at creatures fest. I-, I can't tell you guys how much fun we had, like the energy oh, seeing awesome. you guys live and mm-hmm. Chris hamming it up there. And we're like, that's our friend up there. And you're going <laughs> nuts. You got all like, you didn't tell us like fucking panties are going to go out. You didn't tell us that you were going to do those raps. We had no idea. Yeah. And then yeah. friends of ours that were there, they're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like you guys really tore it up because no one knew what they were going to get from you guys. And I feel like if I know you, you got something up your sleeve that something's going to happen at these concerts. They're going to be fucking kick ass. So people should line up in that area. If you're lucky to be out in the Midwest, fucking check it out, man. Check it out. Well, it's, it's, it's good. It, it, it's Pete, like you said, go ahead, Chris. I'm just saying you got to be careful with that because obviously at Creatures Fest, you can get away with all the stuff that Paul used to get. If you listen to those things out of context, oh, yeah. somebody just walks into the door, it jurgles, you know, <laughs> just on a Friday night or whatever, it's just to see a band and hears me talking about this nurse said the biggest tits he's ever seen. Next one, <laughs> next one, next one. They're going to be filming it. It's going to be on the front page of TMZ. Jericho's misogynistic, yeah. you know, oh, chauvinistic yep. rap. Yep. Nurse has big tits. News at four. <laughs> P.S. Sold out shows. <laughs> well, 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 PJ. Okay. That kind of leads me to my next question because you kind of brought it up and you hinted at it. Do you have expectations for, for these crowds for, for like what you're getting yourself into? Because like when you came to Creatures Fest, that was a captive audience. That was a kiss crowd. When you're on the Jericho cruise, that's a Jericho crowd. These are like, it, you're not on your home turf anymore. This is kind of like a neutral site. So what are your expectations? Are you just going to go and just go balls out and do your set list and just and just say who's ever there, we're going to have a blast? Or do you guys have anything in mind about what to expect, like crowd involvement, song recognition, et cetera? Or maybe this is just some people that are like, hey, let's go see a show tonight. Um, All of the above. No, I, I yeah. think that yeah. we, we don't know what to expect people-wise. And I think that kind of alleviates some pressure. Like we're yeah. promoting it. We really want people to come out. We want mm-hmm. the, we're calling on the kiss army yep. to come out and just celebrate, have fun with us. You know, it's, you're not going to get to see it often. So just come celebrate 80s kiss and just have a good time. Let's, I, I you think, know, let, I, let's rock and roll all night. Yeah. I think, I think it's even more than just celebrate 80s kiss. I mean, it's just party music. Right. So I think even if you don't know, like, all the songs that we do and release as singles, we kind of have a little bit of a, of a rule. Uh, we try not to release and we haven't any song that was actually a single from that mm-hmm. era mm-hmm. and definitely not one that had a video for it. So mm-hmm. those are kind of our ground rules. But when we play live, we do 
Heaven's on Fire. We yep. do Lick It Up. We do Who Wants to Be Lonely. We do Domino. There are big hits all night, you know, if you want to call that a hit. We do songs that you would know. And I'm, listen, anytime I do a project like this, I don't do it for non makeup kiss fans. I do it for everybody. Anybody that walks through the door. Oh, yeah. If you know kiss or not, who gives a shit? You got a bunch of dudes that are going to be shredding, having a great time playing music that even if you don't know the songs, I mean, how could you not like, you know, heart of Chrome, if you hear it and the solos and all that sort of stuff. So like PJ said, we don't know who's going to show up. I don't know. What the fuck's <laughs> my, my record for a gig is seven. What's your record, PJ? <laughs> oh, What's your record? Uh, significantly less. Okay, so so I'm seven. PJ's less than seven. So, um, you know, if we get more than seven, then it's a a bigger gig than I did, you know, in in Windsor, Ontario, with Fozzie, um, or Rim or Rimby, Alberta, with my one of my first wrestling matches. So, um, you know, like I said, we understand. Listen, you know, PJ and I have have a gold record on our wall. Uh, Kent plays stadiums. Uh, you know, Charlie's got a million subscribers. Joe has sold out shows of his own that he plays. So yeah. we understand this is not the make or break of our career. I honestly oh, yeah. don't give a shit. I'm just going to have a fucking great time because I get to pretend I'm Paul Stanley. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously, like I always pretend yeah. I'm Paul Stanley anyways. But this time I actually get to be Paul Stanley on stage. So uh, I think from that standpoint, I think it's going to be a blast and we all know this. And I think anybody that, that has tickets for the shows knows what to expect. And if they don't, it's like, okay, it's Jericho or we know PJ or whatever, you know, it's going to be a good time. We don't do anything that sucks and we don't do anything. That's not fun. Yeah. I've never known you to do anything half-ass anything you do is just full balls on. So one of the things I wanted to bring up is we had a whole episode on it. uh, And that is the night with Gene. And awesome. I can't let you guys go. No, no, no. We're talking about this. So <laughs> there we are. And I don't remember if it's your buddy um Fitzy Red Cup or, Fitz? Bre- or 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 Bruce or somebody that just said to me, it was like, we're talking about your name got brought up to us. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know, he's here in town. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, he's in Vegas. They just had a show. He, I couldn't go. They invited me. So I don't know if it was, was it Bruce that told us with his wife? I think it was Bruce. Cause I think right after Bruce, yeah. we, I'm like, I'm, ta- I'm texting Chris right now. I'm texting. Yeah. And like, we sent like, hey, you a text. And what was his, and what was his response when we said, are you, are oh, you yeah, in Vegas? that's stupid. I wouldn't be, he goes, that's there. stupid. I'm not going to that. And five I said, minutes later, who shows no up? Way he he's not life. here. <laughs> You're missing a big part of the story. You text me and said, Hey, are you in Vegas? we're at the Gene Simmons uh, function. And I said, yeah, I'm in Vegas, but there's no way I'd go to that stupid Gene Simmons function. (laughs) It's a waste of time and money. (laughs) Meanwhile, I text that to you as PJ and I in Red Cup were in the the taxi going to the Rio. Well, Chris, it's it's funny because when when you sent that text, I remember I looked at Zeus, we looked at each other, and we both said, he's coming. There's There's no no way he... There's no way he... There's no way. there's no way he would ever say that, that this is that that's his way of saying oh, that's his curveball. And then we so, look up and there you are, you and TJ, <laughs> both at Gene's table. So what happened? What happened was um earlier in the week or whatever, Fitz, who I grew up with in Winnipeg, yep. was saying, like, oh yeah, we'd love to come to your show, but we got this Gene Simmons weekend. Sorry, we won't be able to see you. And I remember thinking, like, you know, I know Gene Simmons too, motherfucker. <laughs> Really? You're not going to see me phone out. 
email Gene Simmons. Hey, dude, I'm in town. Here's you got a function. I'd love to stop by and say hi, or you can introduce me to your uh, guests or whatever. Five minutes later, <laughs> five. Yep. 10.53, I would love to have you at my function. <laughs> this is my assistant, Jennifer. This is her number. Please let Chris uh, have all the information. We'll see you there. Looking forward to it. And I was like, yeah, fuck you, Fitz. Wait and see what happens, motherfucker. <laughs> So, so uh, we had our gig, which was great at the Hard Rock uh, in Vegas, and then and then PJ and Jeff Red Cup Jeff and I just went over, and I'm I'm just bugging Fitz. I'm just saying, but yeah. seriously, when he was like, "Yeah, we're at this Gene thing," I'm like, "Uh, hello, I'm allowed <laughs> to go too," because Bruce Kulik said the same. We've got this Gene thing, okay? And I was like, <laughs> "I know Gene. I'm going to tell Gene that I'm going to be there." And so, what happened the moment we walked in, PJ, and saw Gene? First, well, first thing he did was. Uh, bury you in one of his guests. <laughs> hey, this is Chris Jericho. And then he didn't bury me. Right, said, How did he right bury me? He said, Chris Jericho, look how handsome he is. Look at her. He made the look, chick stand up. We made the chick. Well, and when she stood up, it was all this. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she buried you. <laughs> <laughs> but what did he say though? Um, well, which part? He's like, you know, well, he actually it was really cool because he was answering somebody's question saying, you know, why are you doing this? You know, what, what, what do you get out of it? And he's like, he had a really sincere answer for it. And he's like, you know, well, look, I have all my friends my whole life. I'm surrounded by people like, and he points to Chris, you know, flying around in private jets and fancy hotels. He's like, I can't have my entire life like that. You know, he's like, I've come here to do this and sit with you guys. And, you know, give you special rare things that I know you would enjoy because it's something that look, like he's got all the rare stuff. He doesn't need, you know, uh, yeah, his, point, his, point, his point was basically you can't live in the clouds all the time and talk about private jets and hang out with other people who, yep. you know, headline shows or whatever. It's like I like to just talk to people and find out what they do. And that's that's good for me to be able to do that. It was actually really cool when, when we came yeah. in there because he was always, he's always very gracious. He's, he's, he's yep. always as you guys know, he's a great guy. And I was really impressed because he worked that room for oh, yeah. hours and hours Incredible. and hours. It was like and a wedding guys... reception, like the married couple going around to yeah. every yes. table. Yeah. And I just and told my three wife. Three nights this in year... a row. Yeah. yeah. I just told my wife this the other day. I took her to see Shania Twain and I, I got yes, like a, yeah. you know, a backstage meet and greet thing. She could not have given a fucking shit. Couldn't care less. <laughs> really? It was under the, it was under the auspices of her, of her charity too. So yeah. let's, I don't remember what it was. Let's say it was five grand. Meet Shania, do this, do that, do that, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and she was fucking stone face bitch and i know wow like, dude i'm not shania actually no fuck her i'm way bigger than she is go fuck your <laughs> ass shania twain i got way more fans in the world than you do and just watching how she reacted i was like that's bad business a wow. it's just bad if these are your hardcore fans and b you're doing this under the auspices of your charity yeah and not even not even caring whatever that's besides the point gene on the other hand if it did it cost you guys like five grand or whatever it was to do it it yeah, was a lot. The two of us. Yeah. 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 It was a lot. It was, it was a lot. It's a big chunk of change. But let me ask you guys this. Did you get your money's worth? Be oh, honest. without a doubt. Without a doubt. Chris. Uh, we would have paid more having it, known it, what without, the experience was. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. 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 Yep. I was so impressed with how he, he talked to everybody and 15 yep. minutes with every person and all the stuff that you got. And just like, I was like, that's how you do it. Yeah, people it, bag on Gene. He always cares about his money or whatever. He's got the best line. If I work at a, if I, if you want to buy a Lamborghini, and you complain how much it costs, 
don't buy the Lamborghini. He knows right. it's, it costs money, but he gave you your money's worth. I don't have a problem with that. You know, I yeah. agree. He definitely I agree. You know, he's, you know, at his age and he did it three nights in a row. And here we were, it was probably 1231 o'clock or something like that. I was like leaving. I had to go make bus call. And Gene's yeah, like, we know. All right, I'm, le- I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I got to get out of here. I, le- I left 20 minutes after that. He was still there talking. So he couldn't get out of there. He couldn't stop talking he, and he, telling telling trickster jokes. Yes. Was, you, got, you guys filmed the trickster joke, which was hilarious. Yes. Way, yes. And oh, I was, my God. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't put it up. What is I, it? What, what, what did the cheerleader <laughs> say after she blew the whole football team? And he drinks a thing of water and he goes, thank you very much. As the water. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Goes, I love you I guys. Love you. I, was- I love you guys. <laughs> Chris, he was holding. Chris. Yeah, he was holding court. Oh yeah, real late till like one o'clock, and just talking to people. Like you know what I mean. And it was funny because us were like, "Oh look, there's uh, Todd. There's Chris. There's this." And then you guys are like, "There's Gene," and you yep. guys are like he's he's got your attention. He but he does have that charisma to. To make you feel like he's interested in what you're saying, that connection, oh, yeah. the look but at you in the eye, looking at asking, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. The real, the Amazing. real, the real big stars I've found for me are always that way. Mm. I mean, you know who else is a genius? Is great. Lars is so so engaging. Like he looks in your eye, asks yep. you questions, and listens to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, there's no reason not to be that way, right? Yeah. And with and with Gene, like the thing with him. Um, you know, I've been in his house. I've been in his hotel room. We had dinner together. We did a thing about the big giant vault. We we did a thing in his kiss museum at his home. I know him. He and yeah. he knows. He knows. I heard you wrote a book with the Gene Simmons principle and it always looked like a star. And I'm like, fuck, you told me that. You know, I remember yeah. when you told me that. He follows me. Um, so I, I knew that when when I reached out to him that he he would say cool. But the way that he did it was so over the top, fucking cool. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I agree. Is, yeah. You know, never meet your heroes or whatever. Like, dude, that's Gene is just a really cool guy who became well, that- very successful, but never forgets that other people want to know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look at him like, Oh, stupid marks or stupid fans or whatever. Yeah. It's more yeah. like, these are cool people <laughs> who just happen to, you know, have, have, have a different job than I do. And I've always found that once you break down the fact that it's, oh my God, it's, it's Paul Stanley or, oh my God, it's, you know, freaking Howie Mandel or whoever. Once you break that away, it's just a dude who's got a cool job. Yeah. Friends, you know? Yeah. It's like when, when we did like the official meet and greet as part of the weekend, um, he dedicates, you know, 10, 15 minute, 20 minutes in. It's not just like, hi, what's your name? Like, He's like putting his arm around us. He's giving us headlocks. Like he's making faces. Hamming he's, he's it like, up with the photos. He's like hamming it up. Yeah. He's telling jokes. Like he's he. And I'm like, like this has been my personal hero since I was five years old. Like right. this is the guy. Like and to sit there and have him just put his arm around you and tell jokes and shoot the shit and smile and make faces and goof. It's just like you say. People always say you never meet your heroes. It's just it was it was it's incredible. But I'll give you one thing, Chris. I'll I'll. Uh, I'll actually compliment you very much because I, I'll tell you, our friend Steve Wright, he's, he has a podcast called Potter Than Hell. He's met you, said the exact same thing. He yep. met you at some, I don't know, years ago. And he said, you know, just saying, hi, I'm Steve and this and that. And he was talking to you about music or something else. He said, a 
a couple times, like, you know, five, 10 minutes later, you walk away and you're like, all right, Steve, thank you. He's like, yeah. the guy remembers my name. He, yeah. he listened to me. And when we met you for the first time, we met you at AEW's um, in Boston. Event. It was like the second show ever in Lowell. Yeah. Tony's I, birthday. I said this, yeah. Uh, yeah. I said that we were talking about, they're like, Chris was asking us like, what part of kiss did you like? Like, where did you like, how did, when did you get into kiss? What yeah. kind of like what in your podcast? What do you got? Like, what the fuck is this guy asking? Give it a fuck what we're saying. But yep. you do that. And I think, I don't know, maybe you tell me you, you learned that from Gene or somebody else, but people like that translate. And that's why mm-hmm. you guys are successful. Uh, I think it works. I think it's genuine. I think people, it endears you to your fans and listeners that you actually give a shit. But it goes yep. back to what we we're talking about. Like I have been, became friends with so many kiss podcasters because I fucking love kiss. Like the yeah. pot of thunder guys, great friends of mine. Yeah. Yep. You guys, great friends of mine, yep. uh, you know, Brandvold and, and, and Tom and those guys at three sides. And there was one that came out of Edmonton called mystery kiss. Mystery Science. Science. Oh, yeah, those, those guys are great. Those guys are great. And it's like, how could you not become friends when all you want to talk about is kiss? I mean, yep. like, right. like, like PJ and I did Eddie trunk the other day and the three of us afterwards, like we could talk about kiss all day long. And that goes for, you know, John five or fucking that's how Kent, Kent and I became friends long before quarantine because he loves eighties kiss. Like there's just Mm -hmm. a certain element to it, you know? And and I think Dio, Ronnie James Dio said this to me once we opened for motorhead at Mm -hmm. the Wiltern theater in LA and not an easy gig, by the way, (laughs) opening for Motorhead. I'm I'm sure it's another story in itself. Ended up being good. And and, uh, Ronnie was there. I can't even call him Ronnie. Dio was there. Yeah. And uh, afterwards, I saw him outside uh, signing autographs for all these fans. And it wasn't even his gig, right? And I just said, Dio, that's fucking really cool, man, that that you're signing autographs. It's not even your show. And he said, Chris, let me tell you this. They'll never forget it. No, you'll never remember it, but they'll never forget it. Always give people their moment. Mm. And it's such a – I talk to people all the time that have no – I have no recollection of meeting. I'm sure PJ does as well. That say, I remember I met you at this, 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 and other side of the coin, there's people that I've met that have no recollection. You think if I ever saw Keith Richards again, I say, remember meeting at Jimmy Fallon? He might, but he probably wouldn't. But still, I'll never forget the 15 minutes that Keith Richards and I were fucking best friends, man. Like, Imagine, you don't forget yeah. that shit, you know? Yep. Yep. And isn't it even better when you get a good review? Like, oh man, I met you 15 years ago, man. And you always go, and you, go <laughs> you were so fucking cool, man. You were so cool. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> but even even still, even like I, I mean, we think thankfully we're we're lucky enough that we had known you guys going into this. But last year, we saw the Fozzie show up at Wally's in Hampton. Yeah. And what did we do after? We hung out together and we did an episode. We talked about our tournament, our March Madness tournament. Yeah, yeah. It was just nerding <laughs> out until like three o'clock in the morning, talking about Kiss, and you know it was great. But see, who who else have we? Have you guys got to t- you got to talk to Bruce Kulick? He's part of your universe now. Yep. Ch- Charlie Charlie Benanti <laughs> and the uh, and the four of us are on a group text. Yeah, that's you right. Know, that's yep. that's what a band like Kiss. Like, did you ever think when you started this that someday we'll do a show with Chris Jericho, PJ Farley, and fucking Charlie Benanti about Godfather versus Goodfellas? Exactly. No, you're hundred percent <laughs> right. Zeus and I we say that all the time. It's true. We just had um, uh, Russell Peters on. The Canadian com- comedian. I saw. Right? I haven't heard that yeah. one. I saw yeah. Him, yeah. So we had Russell on. I mean, we were like, "All right, Russell, thanks." He's like, "Why? What? Where are we going?" I want to talk more about Kiss. Yeah, when I come back on with you guys, like the it's like the it's Kiss like a safe is one space. of those things. 
Like, yeah. and people have their careers in any type of entertainment. Like they want that release because they don't have all those kiss buddies sometimes, but they want to geek out about kiss and it works. People are really like, it's something about kiss that yeah. just, it's there's, very different. There's a childhood element to it. There's a u- yes. uniqueness to it. I've always said that kiss fans, star Wars fans and wrestling fans are all very similar. In I that echo they, that every time they will, they will support everything. They will also complain Hate about everything. everything. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Fucking bitch fest. The worst. Yeah. Chris, let me ask there. you. To, let me let me ask you. Talking about Gene is um is is Gene? I'm sure he's aware, but have you talked to him about the quarantine project with Gene at all? Yes. Um. We have. As a matter of fact, every single one. I've sent to uh, the guys. I sent no, no, no to Gene. Okay. Who gave it a smile and a thumbs up. Okay. PJ is going to tell you what, what Paul said about it. Oh, God. Sorry. Bad Van Halen. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Bad Van Halen. Almighty. Why? He's why? Oh, God. <laughs> then, then we send him Heart of Chrome. Loves it. It's the best. Okay. And we do Love's a Deadly Weapon. I didn't send them with to Paul. I sent to Gene. Same thing. And then when we did Silver Spoon, Paul was super complimentary of it. Wasn't he, PJ? I, the, yeah. He actually gave us more than an emoji or something. He actually wrote, like, you guys sound great. Mm. Uh, guitar sounds great or vocal sounds great. It was actually really a really complimentary yeah. piece. We actually used it um, as a quote for when the single was out to get nice. You know, Paul Stanley says. Nice. nice. Well, so far, an awesome song. The only yeah, thing I'm wondering is, I thought that Paul would probably, because I, you know, Paul, he, if it's past like what he doesn't want to talk about, he doesn't talk about it. So I'm surprised mm-hmm. that he liked Silver Spoon because that era See, he doesn't promote it all. He doesn't promote it, but but dude, I've I've talked to him so many times about '80s Kiss. He knows where I stand. Um, he's been on Talk as Jericho. Malt, we did a Revenge, yep, uh, review. Um, I know we did the solo albums. I know we did Kiss Alive, but even just the first time he's been on Talk Is Jericho, I think five times. He, he he really he loves that era. It's just that they don't promote that era, so he doesn't quite talk about it. But if you mention Desmond Child, he always talks about Desmond Child. Yeah. I love Desmond. Desmond's great. Whatever. Like if you say like you make me rock hard, it's not awesome. He'd be like, "What do you mean? It's fucking totally awesome." He'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's totally awesome, Paul." Like he he loves that era and appreciates it. I just think there might be a little bit of um, a, a still a little bit of a not animosity, but a little bit of a, of a glitch for him thinking about that era because it was Paul running the ship and it was Paul Yikes. keeping the fucking lights on. It was Paul. Yeah. Even when we go back and listen to the Gene stuff, I like it much better now than I did then. But in the eighties, all yes. I cared about was Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More specifically, Paul and Desmond Child is like, fuck, this is going to be awesome. I don't even know. I don't have to listen to it. Like, let's put the X in sex. I love it already. I don't care. I love it. Love it. So what's this? Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. ahead. Tom, I was just going to say, what what are you looking at? Are are you looking at us without given the the, the song titles? Are you looking at a similar set list as Creatures Fest? Like 10, 12, 15 songs? Or like, do you have any, like, do you have a plan for that, obviously, or what you guys are going to be doing? We do. It's it's pretty much the similar one as Creatures Fest. I think the okay. only song that we ever ever learned that we didn't really feel was Tears Are Falling. Okay. Kiss, Kiss can play that and it works. For us playing it, it's very mid mid tempo, mid level. And I remember I remember halfway through the song singing it, going, "I don't like this. I don't like singing it, and I don't think the people really care." 
it doesn't have the fucking fire that those other ones do. Mm-hmm. Um, we would probably like to add a couple more songs, but just to think like, we we're not, you know, I did a thing called metal allegiance once where all of these great musicians showed up at NAM and we put mm-hmm. together a set list and said, so we're going to do murders in the room org and we'll do crazy train and we'll do uh, B cells and we'll do riff raff and blah, 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 blah. And then you get on stage and realize that no one really knows how the song goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Number of the beast. And it's like, it's not really right. And, and, and actually, as a matter of fact, Charlie Benante and I were like, we're never doing this again. It's because you've got to rehearse. Yeah. You've got to rehearse to get, the, they deserve to be played right. Well, and especially for us, we're musicians that we take pride in being in a great rock and roll band, PJ's in five of them. This has to be great. So mm-hmm. if we're going to delve into a new song, we're going to have to have rehearsal before. And we've been pretty lucky so far, not lucky, pretty smart so far to do a rehearsal before every show. We can't do that this time because I have dynamite on a Wednesday. I think Thursday is the first gig in Pittsburgh, right, PJ? So yep. we don't really have time to rehearse something new. I think we're going to do our best to rehearse the songs that we have to uh during our vip sound check you know and, and and work on those ones because like i said these are not easy songs i know we're gonna have to work on thou shall not i know we're gonna have to work on love's a deadly weapon those are always sticking points for us right peach yeah you know what hey let's be men about this we've had what three shows already under our belt now and <laughs> maybe two or three rehearsals i think the the band as it is has played together once as the full unit i mean you're right, Creature let's, Fence, let's, right? Yeah. Let's get some muscle memory already. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because the first Jericho Fest, Charlie wasn't in the band yet, right? Right. The first cruise, that's when we got Charlie because Joe couldn't go. Joe didn't then, do the cruise. Didn't do the cruise. And then we did the second did we do the second Jericho party? Did we do that that time? You weren't yes. no you did Creatures sorry. Fest next, and and yeah. that was the only time. And then you did time, your right. And then you did your your cruise with uh, yeah, without Joey. Kent. You did it with Joey, right? Yes. So we've only played we've only played together once, and we only had four gigs, right? Yeah, <laughs> Chris, 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 following up, balls. following up real quick on the Tears of Fallen thing. It's not just you in quarantine that weren't feeling it. I'll tell you right now. I know there was a couple shows that Zeus and I have seen on the end of the road when Kiss plays it. It it falls flat for me, and I love the I love the yeah. song. Um, yeah. I we, we love I love you know we're we we're fans of Tommy Thayer. We're not going to get into the whole Ace Tommy thing, but even the even when Tommy tries to do the solo, it falls flat. I'll the, tell you what the problem is: they they need to play that song the yeah. way they played it in 1985. Yeah, right. it has to go. They play it way too slow. Kisses those. It's the same thing with Alive. Kiss Alive. Those songs are better because they play them faster. Yes. Yep. As a matter of fact, the song that we're working on right now, we sped it up, I think, about 20. 20 no, not that much. No, just a couple. Just we like we, we sped three. it up a little bit. It's like this thing really? just a little bit more jump to it. Okay. And yeah. it sounds really killer. It's a great tune, okay. but it just needed a little bit more, a little bit more fucking little fire, a little yeah. more kick. So we sped yeah. it up a bit, which was a trick that Kiss used in the 80s. Like we've talked about it before. You watch Kiss Animalize mm-hmm. Uncensored. Holy fuck. Lick it up is practically speed metal. I, I, I said to Zeus when we when we were talking about the Poughkeepsie off the soundboard, I told him, I said, I think that's the my favorite version of Lick It Up I've ever heard in my life. 
<laughs> I mean, it, it sounds yeah, badass. Yeah. It's it's up. It's upbeat. It's fast. It's aggressive. It's like it's way better than the than when they play it like at studio tempo. It yeah. worked for some. So it works for some songs definitely, and it hurt a few others. Oh, I agree. Too. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but you know, it's it's so, Kiss has always had that vibe. So, um, and when you mentioned Tears Are Falling, like you said it, it probably could use a little bit of jump to it. But yeah, either way, I think our set list is pretty killer. I like all we do four songs from Revenge, maybe five. Mm. Like okay. it's, yeah. it's very revenge heavy. It's also very asylum heavy. I've noticed. I think mm-hmm. there's those two albums make up the lion's share of what we're doing, um, which is okay by me because all the songs pop. Like yeah. all night is fun. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it just everything, everything that we do is just has a good vibe to it, which I think once again, if you come to the show and don't know any of the songs, you're still going to have your head bobbing. And, mm. you know, I think people know what they're going to get when they come to this gig. You know, it's not freaking mm-hmm. a, a dream theater, prog keyboard rock. And <laughs> yeah. it's not, you know, it's not the weekend. It's, it's fucking balls out rock and roll. A lot of screams, a lot of solos. It's yeah. a fucking rock and roll party. Oh, yep. yeah. All right. So, Chris, I got a question. When will the I got single a question for you? <laughs> when will the single be out? Like, will um, it be out before the concert? So when you play it be. at the concert, we, we, we people pl- figure it out. That's going to be the yeah, single. No, we won't yeah. be playing at the concert because we don't have time to rehearse it. Um, gotcha. Okay. I just have to okay. get in the studio. I just had a pretty long work uh, work marathon. So I think in, I think maybe in a week or so. Uh, I'll look at a time to get in there and do it. We also have another Fozzie single that we're working on too right now. So nice. that's another thing. You don't want to release a, a Fozzie single and a quarantine at the same time. So, but it's good to have them both in the can. So when we can release it, we'll be ready. Uh, it's time. I think, I think Silver Spoon was gosh, a year and a half ago. Maybe it was, it was a while ago. Really? That, that long ago? No, yeah. was, what, no was we did right, the, be- right before uh, Creatures. Yeah. Fest yeah. We did the video right? at Creatures Fest. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, about yeah. a year ago. So it's time. And like, yeah. like you guys said, this is not a, a full time. You yeah. gotta have this. This is a fun thing. We're gonna continue to do it forever. No reason not to. We'll keep putting out music. There's so many songs that you can do from this catalog. So many great songs you could do. I could think of probably 20 that I would like to do right now that don't even have videos for them. Maybe one yeah. or two might, but you know. So there's a lot of stuff that we can do. Um, so we're just gonna take our time, and, and when we all have uh, the right time frame, we'll release a song. And when we have the right opening our schedule, we'll do some gigs as long as people want to want to see us. Now, a couple of things. One, you also have got to remind people now that you're uh, also a leading man actor. Is that correct? Ah, yes. Country Hearts. It's, tell, it's actually tell it's people actually, about it. It's called Country Hide Your Hearts, and it's about <laughs> it's about uh, Tito, who's king of the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing Tito. I play. I, I play. I play Rosa. Okay, oh, it's, it's a forward-thinking. Uh, yes, nice. No, I got. I, I've kind of had a, a little bit of a role lately in getting offers to do pitches, and this is for like. Uh, it's for uh, like a, a Hallmark Channel Up TV. It's called. It's called yep. Country Hearts, and I play Bones, who is a Bones. Ex, Bones. He's an ex rock star who got addicted to drugs and alcohol walked away from the business. So now he's opening up a horse uh, breeding farm and trying to guide his, t- his, his young daughters who are trying to make it in country music. So Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Drama ensues. Is there going to be, are you doing the soundtrack for the movie? <laughs> I'm not, but uh, there, there, there's country hearts. And then because it's a Hallmark type thing, there's a country hearts Christmas. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> of course there is. Of there course is. there is. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, it's fun, man. It's fun to do that sort of good, stuff. And, and, you know, wrestling is pretty much acting. And so is singing. To be a front man, you got to play yeah. a part. Yeah. You got to play a role yeah. on stage. Yeah. And that role is rock and roll. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it's it's just kind of a, a a fun addition to to my career that I've kind of always had an interest in. And I'll keep doing those as, as much as I can. And no stopping for wrestling anytime soon? No, there's no reason to. I mean, I still feel great. I'm still contributing at a high level and Good. still, still, you know, earning my keep, shall we say. Good. So there's really no reason to stop, man. It's, 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 you know, the, the coolest thing is that there's so many projects that are working. I mean, Fozzie's doing so good as PJ can attest to. So we've got a lot of big things coming up with the band. We got our biggest show in Fozzie history in London. Uh, nice. August yes, 25th yes, at the, yes. At the forum. Awesome. So yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a good time. And that's why I think it's good to do these quarantine gigs now where we all have a hole in our schedule. Kind of uh, get that uh, get that rush from that, and we can continue. From and you that. got the Wembley thing coming up too for AEW. Yep. Yeah, right? Wembley for AEW, which is fucking amazing. Good we've job. Sold, we've we've thank you. We've sold more tickets for it already. That's than, insane. Than, than, than Live Aid sold. Wow, <laughs> that's that's awesome, dude. Yeah, and they were cool. and people. There were some doubters out there, and you fucking uh, yeah. you put you put up, and you're and you just shut them all the fuck up. Great job, man. That's yeah, awesome. man. Like I said, it's some good stuff going on. So uh, good, and, guys. And I, got to, and I got to be in Shout Out Loudcast for the. Oh 19th yeah, time. You, and you said the name correctly. <laughs> he Tom. said the name correctly. There you <laughs> go. I usually say, shout you, it out you, loud. Oh yeah, right? Just shout it out okay. loud. Pod or uh, plus it also plus it plus plus it also annoys Zeus when people call it the Shout It Out Loudcast. <laughs> <laughs> the kiss. The, the kiss. Well, I've listened right. to <laughs> the Shout It Out Loudcast. Yeah. <laughs> PJ Farley, Chris Jericho, Quarantine, Fozzie, Trickster, all that stuff. You guys are the best. Thanks. We love having you guys on. We could talk forever. Um, Zeus Zeus says uh, one final thing he wants to say before we say goodbye to you guys, but we wish you luck. Hopefully, maybe there'll be some add-on shows or something. I don't know. I'm not going to make any promises to our listeners, but we wish, you guys, we, we, we wish you guys all the best of luck on the, uh, the little quarantine mini tour. As of now, June 29th in Pittsburgh at Jurgles, June 30th at King of Hearts in Columbus, and July 1st outside of Dayton, Franklin, Ohio, JD Legends. That's the awesome. place we're going to. Quarantine.com. That's quarantine with a K. Awesome. Good luck, yeah, guys. To get, to get in to get in shape for those shows, I'm going to sit down by the pool and do the Paul Stanley workout. You guys are welcome to come join me. Can we watch? Yeah, PJ. If you go swimming, can we have an underwater camera to see you going like this? <laughs> awesome. I'll live stream it. Thanks, guys. Guys, good Thank luck. You guys. All right. Tom, Chris, and PJ, once again, always a fun time. Oh, they're a blast. And, of course, Chris gets... Little bunged up because I identified PJ as great PJ and <laughs> I didn't call him great. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, once again, they always uh, uh, do give us some nice little info. Chris doesn't hold back. Uh, not a big fan of the Shania Twain, is he? Oh, <laughs> no, no, Man. no. Yikes. And, uh, you know, going over the Kiss catalog, talking about the songs, how they come up with where they, what they're going to play and the, the surprises they probably have in store for everybody. Look, if you're in the Midwest, you can't be a Kiss fan and miss this. You guys have to go. And if anything, we want to see videos. We want to see you guys uh, have a good time. And really, uh, I think that those guys will uh, will knock your socks off seriously there's nothing that chris jericho does that's half-ass nothing 
I've seen him in all different incarnations. I've seen him in the ring. I've seen him for Fozzie. I've seen him for quarantine. He's just full of energy and he's just an entertainer. And uh, PJ is just awesome as well. Yeah, it's always great talking to them, not just about quarantine, but just kiss in general. You know, we obviously we talked about the Vegas weekend and and how we hooked up with them. And, you know, Chris brought up some funny points. He's like, you know, I think we started talking about the when we had Russell Peters on and just how kiss brings everybody together. And and, uh, Jericho was like, you know, did you ever think that before you started this kiss podcast that you, Zeus, me, PJ, and Charlie Benante would be sitting together talking about Godfather and Goodfellas. And if you guys missed that episode of Chris's podcast, check that out. But he's right. It's just it brings everybody together. It's like, oh, shit, you like Kiss. Let's hang out. It's just it's it's awesome. And you guys I, know I, that. I can still remember when we were talking about it. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I think we might be able to get Chris Jericho. And we're not getting Chris Jericho on our show. I'm like, I don't know. And you do a good imper- you do a good impersonation of me. Oh. Dude, that that was the calm Tom. <laughs> wait, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> the, the other one was would be like like annoyed Tom in college, Tom. <laughs> Come What's on, that? Guys, like if we're like, dude, hold on, I gotta go grab one more thing for my room. What the fuck? Let's go. I, well, the car's waiting. Fuck it, I'm out of here. You can fuck it. Like you, I do that now. Patience. Like, I do that now. Just, you just get up and you start doing that fast walk, which is why, which is why the story of my dad losing his shit on you on the airport to Cancun is just so perfect. Is now you get to see the source of it all, <laughs> but it's so perfect because you defended me too. I was surprised you didn't jump on too. Well, He's I, right, no, you know. Because, well, no, actually, when I wasn't, it wasn't that I was defending you. It's more that I was like being like, "Dad, don't yell at my friend." <laughs> like, but my my, I mean, God rest his soul. Yeah. My dad loved my dad loved you guys. He loved yeah. he loved. Course, about dude, I don't blame him. I was fucking. I forgot my passport on the way to leave to the airport. <laughs> oh, fuck, of course. Uh, anyway, anyways, but great time with the guys. And uh, Tom, what we do next is we go to question of the week. Yes, we do. Uh, so this one, it's been in the bank for a while, and we've probably kind of touched on this over the over the years here. I mean, we've been doing the show for a long time. Uh, and I know we always joke about welcome new listeners, but we do we do have new listeners, thankfully. So sometimes I like to revisit topics that we may have touched on in the past. This one comes from Regular Ron on Twitter, <laughs> and he, Regular Ron, and he sent this to us a while ago. And I know we've Is talked he about this. irregular on certain times <laughs> of the month. <laughs> I don't know if he's shit in a box or not, but we'll find out. <laughs> Uh, but his question is simply this. And I think we've touched on this before. If kiss unplugged with ACE and Peter didn't happen, what was next for kiss? Hiatus. Okay. After the convention tour. And I think they would just be Gene doing his movie things. Paul doing some solo club acts. And then waiting for the right time to connect again and get back on the tour, like the Monsters of Rock people now. And they'd be headlining the Monsters of Rock cruise. I don't know. You took my, you stole my answer. I was going to say they probably would have tried to continue to, to hang with the times, maybe, maybe kind of backed off a little bit of the Carnival of Souls sound, which I personally like. Um, I think they would have tried to stay competitive because that's that's Paul and Gene. They they don't they're not going to give up. So I think they would have continued to record albums that maybe the diehards like us would have would have got. And they have a big enough base. 
that they could still do enough to tour. Absolutely. They weren't like, yes. it wasn't the wingers and all them like, fuck it. You guys are dead in the water. The label wants nothing to do with you. You guys are all gone. The other aspect of it is the grunge bands. They loved kiss. Yeah, they did. They all they did. did. So they were still like cool. Yeah. Right. I think th- I, I, they would have been, I don't know if they would have been able to headline. Uh, they probably would have been able to headline, but they would have been really, really downsizing the venues. Um, and, and to be honest with you, and I, I know we take shots at monsters of rock all the time. I get that. A kiss is at that time. If the, if there was monsters of rock back then, I don't even know if there was the kiss was too big for monsters of rock. I'm sorry. They were just too no, big. But I look at it as like an Alice Cooper headline that. A while okay. Back. Okay. You know, yeah. By the way, yeah. can I just throw one thing out there? Throw anything you want. And I've seen it, and I don't know who the hell has done it, but I've seen it enough a few times that I want to bitch about it. Do it. There's enough people out there that'll be like, oh, fucking Kiss is so toxic. Alice Cooper, you know, he's so awesome. He's this Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper. Then fucking go. I don't know what the fuck I'm listening to or looking at, but I'm tired of the. You can like him and say he's good and stuff. Give me a fucking break that Alice Cooper is in Kiss's league. I'm sorry. No, I agree. Well, here's the I'm not even going to touch that because we we saw Alice Cooper when he Ace Frehley opened up for Alice. We saw him like, yeah, all right, whatever. This toxic shit. You know why? You know what? I'm not now. I'm, I'm not. I, I guess this is going to sound like I'm defending the toxicity of Kiss fans. The reason it's quote unquote toxic is because the fan base is fucking massive. And absolutely passionate out of their minds. No offense. No one gives a fuck about Alice Cooper. They like him. They see him in concert. He's a nice guy. I like him personally. He's a nice guy. But there's nothing controversial. There's nothing passionate about him. You like ta- you like Alice Cooper? Great. You go see him. He headlines Monsters Rock. Yeah, Great. Just, fun show. But that's it. That's it. And there's like nothing new wrong album with coming out. And, and oh, I can't wait. Oh, let, me t- let, me t- let me tell let me tell you right now. I, I'm fuck, dude. Congratulations. Personally, personally speaking, I am in some Metallica groups on Facebook. And breaking news, Kiss ain't the only toxic fan base. You yeah. oh the Metallica hasn't done anything since Master of Puppets. <laughs> oh Cliff Burton's the greatest bass player. I can't believe you guys like load the black album. They sold out. Oh, this new album, 72 seasons was bullshit. Dude, it's <laughs> Every big band that's been around for a long time that has a huge discography has toxicity to it. It's part of it. You yeah, either deal with just, it and laugh at it or you move on. But the that's funny it. thing is, everyone always goes back to Kiss. Always. Oh, you know, Alice Cooper and this band and this band. I don't get it. I don't yep. get it. You can like both. Yep. But you don't have to take the shots to be like, it's the whole, uh, this is a local thing. It's the whole Felgo type shit oh, mentality yeah, of yeah. Uh, of music yeah and that is a that's a sports guy that always thinks he's the only one who knows and the yep. rest of the fans and listeners are all fucking sheep you're all, stu- the only you're one all tell yeah. you how it is okay. you're all you're all stupid little minions that i know better than you exactly and that's yeah. the logic that goes in it. but i need the conversation so here's a kiss thing yep it's true it's true, but uh, yeah, that's a that, that's a good that, that's I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you yeah, brought. Yeah, no, I just been seeing a lot of the Alice Cooper shit, and okay, you enjoy it, so, but why do you have to enjoy it and then make a comment about Kiss? I mean, let's be serious. And again, I, this is this because is obviously I'm smarter. Just, I'm better this, than you. Yeah, this is my opinion here. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't say this is my opinion. Somebody yelled at me one time for saying that. <laughs> 
You're not allowed to have opinion. I mean, if you, you've listened to Alice Cooper, I mean, if if he wasn't doing theatrical stuff like Kiss, no offense, he's just like a classic rock guy. Like he's not his music isn't bad, but yeah. it's not like I'm sorry. The guy comes out of a castle with makeup and a fucking sword. That's great. <laughs> that's cool. We love Kiss for doing the same thing, but just because he looks and does stuff the way Kiss does, the music is not. I'm sorry. It's just not. Yeah, it's just there's too much of. I, I sometimes you know I feel like we can shit on Kiss, but nobody <laughs> yeah. else can. And uh, yeah, I guess it's a little bit of that. It got defensive because I just see a lot of, and it's not one, it's a lot of people. But when they use the praise of Alice Cooper, it's always meant to be a shot at Kiss. Like he doesn't have toxic fans. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, fucking good Lord. Whatever. I agree. I agree. All right, Tom, tell people where they can find us, buddy. Uh, we always tell people, start with our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Go there. You can get all of our episodes, all the Shout Out Loudcast episodes, album review crew, Zeppelin Chronicles, Dorm Damage, rankings, everything. You can message us directly from there. Uh, you could comment uh, individually on specific episodes, which is great. Uh, you can click on links for our Amazon uh, shopping store, our merch, which has been updated with some awesome new shirts, courtesy of our buddy Trotsky, Jeff Trot. Uh, links there for all of our social media, our Patreon. It's all that stuff. So please go to the website. That's where you can get started. Uh, you can also use our old fashioned email, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. We read all the emails. We try to get to most of them during the show, but as you can tell, we try to cut back on feedback to get to the topic at hand. Uh, but so please check out our email and of course our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, very active. Please send us pictures if you're doing something kiss related or shout it out loudcast related tag us we love that stuff we want to keep the family and the community growing so we love that um, and as we mentioned earlier our wonderful patreon family and special shout out to the newest Catman, tim coffee huge thanks to you we appreciate that to everybody else and we always always like to say that we're a proud member of the pantheon podcast music network apparently our pantheon network won some sort of award Maybe if I gave a fuck, I would look it up and see what it was. But uh, we, I don't know. We won some sort of award for that basic show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom, people can DM us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also give us one of those five-star child reviews. Please go on and do that at Apple Podcasts. And then when you do... Let us know your name if it was you so that we can definitely give you a shout out because we always read those. So anywhere you can give a five-star review to shout out Loudcast, we'd really appreciate it. Stop what you're doing. Do it now. Get it over with, right? So the other thing is, once again, some little house cleaning items. Uh, intern, if you anybody has any uh, ability to help with videos and stuff, we got something coming up uh, looking for somebody who can help us out with that. We had a couple people in the past. I just got to find the emails who can do it, but let us yeah. know. Yeah. Cause we do actually have like a legitimate project that we could use some help with. Um, so if anybody has some interest in some kind of editing video type stuff, uh, nothing yeah. super complicated, but p- please reach out to us and uh, we'd, we'd love to, to kind of talk to you about that. Yeah. And also uh, if anybody's interested, cause we've had a couple people in the past, but it didn't really work. Didn't make sense for it to work. But uh, if you're interested in advertising, yes, not tax season. So our buddy, the tax season 
the tax man, Anthony Barone, he'll be around next uh, next year as well. Yep. But anybody else that's interested in doing a sponsorship for either a question of the week or the beginning or any other part of the show, talk to us and we'll let you know what we can work out together. All right. And then finally, I always want to talk about the website. Shout it out loudcast.com. Shout it out loudcast.com. I put up our recent merch again, we're with Amazon. So if you go to our, uh, our website, shout out loudcast.com, you'll see the Amazon link or you'll go to our merch link. Um, people are liking the designs. They're all done by the great Jeff Trot. Yes. And, uh, he's got some good ones out there and take a look. I'm sure you'll like a bunch of stuff there. Oh, we got the pandemic, Paul, Paul's bike, uh, peace out girl scout. And he's got a couple other ones coming down the pipe. Yep. But we'll let you know when the new ones come out, but always check out our website and check out our Amazon store and get all that stuff, our merch right from our website. And our email, in case you want to ask us a question or something about the show, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. And I failed to mention it after I read the question of the week, but please fire off questions. If you don't want other people to see them, you can send them privately uh, via email or via DM. Uh, and start getting those questions in here because our mailbag episode that we do every year annually, usually around the end of the summer, early fall, uh, if you can believe it, July is almost here. So we're going to be looking to do our mailbag episode. So get those questions in, please. Yeah. Tom, what we like to do is end on famous last words. You got any? Oh, I do. What's mine is mine and yours is mine. Baby, just sign on the dotted line. You've got nine lives like an alley cat. Just stick with me and I'll show you where it's at. Like sugar to a baby. Yeah. Got something you could use. Make you an offer, baby. You can't refuse. Nice. PJ Farley, Chris Jericho, Tom. Kiss Army, Loudcasters, thank you. Chris Jericho, PJ Farley, the guys from Quarantine, check them out, please. Those guys rock. Uh, and everybody else out there, our patrons, our Loudcasters, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. You ever seen a grown man naked? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 